So welcome back to another episode of the Uptown Made Podcast, episode three. Pew, 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 pew. Um, I'm one of your hosts, D Rose, BKA Day. Girl, Miss Money, motherfucking Monroe, y'all already know what it is. What's good, gang? I'm money making shade from around the way. Yeah. Hey, money making shade from around the way. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Nice little jingle to it. Uh, I feel money. like Big Frida in the back. So, uh, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> Yo. All right, y'all. So I feel like I'm I'm just having a lot of feelings about a lot of different stuff that's going on. Have y'all ever seen this like show? So like I've been watching this show full of like beautiful black people hanging out in Marcus <laughs> Vineyard and maybe y'all cute and whatnot. Even though they I don't really feel like they somebody, they like mid somebody, they kind of somebody, but not really. Right. But um, I mean, that could be us easily at Martha's Vineyard. But um, <laughs> it's cute. It's a group of guys and a group of girls. They got together. They went on a little vacation. Y'all know how it gets when we all get together. And it's been a lot of intensity between them. Because I think when you combine a group of people, like males and females, and if they don't really know each other, it's going to mm-hmm. lead to a conflict. And that's basically what you see going down. Like, I think it was supposed to be a little, like, Freaknik mini version <laughs> with a little class and pizzazz, but that's not what ended up happening. You started to see, like, other dynamics play out. Mm-hmm. Do y'all watch mm-hmm. it? Like, are y'all into Martha's Vineyard? Yeah, I watch the whole thing. I mean, I've seen the coming attractions. I ain't gonna hold y'all. Like, I'll be busy. So me, like, watching the show, the show be watching me, okay? So <laughs> my next road trip, I'm gonna watch it, which is in, like, a couple of days. So I'm gonna be able to watch it then, but... I see the coming attraction. It is cute. You know, I do see the conflict or whatever, but, you know. Girl, we got to give you the tea. So so the tea is, right? So you got a married couple. They basically invited their friends out to come and join them at Martha's Vineyard or whatever the case is. Because married one and married two, they feeling a little lonely. So they had to invite some people out <laughs> to pop out with them on vacation. Mm-hmm. Right? But while they out there, like, bruh, his name is Silas. And we all are boo, Silas. Because um, Silas is this character. He has this overarching, like, domineering, opinionated, military. Yeah, type of, like, um, opinion about marriage. So he's, like, even though we're on a vacation together, he personally feels like his wife is somebody who shouldn't be allowed to hang out with her friends and do what she used to do before they got married. And, I mean, like, that's just the thing for me. Even though I'm marrying somebody, do y'all feel like you shouldn't be allowed to exist or do things that you were doing prior to the marriage? First of all, I was about to say, oh, my God, it's something I don't know about you. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if you was home before you got married, then by all means, no, of course not. I don't want my wife out here home. Like, it just depends on what they was doing. Like, bitches be wild as fuck before they get married. I'm just saying, like, but niggas be wild as fuck too. My whole thing is if I'm not doing nothing disrespectful, why can't I go out? If I wasn't doing nothing disrespectful before I was with you, right. why can't I go out? Like if I'm going out with my friends, my friends are my friends. What they choose to do is their business, but that doesn't mean that defines my character. So now the couple, they met each other in the club. So my whole thing is like, you met me while I was mm-hmm. shaking ass. And so I'm not saying that while we're married, that I'm going to partake in the same behaviors. But I also feel like people set expectations for marriage that can sometimes be unrealistic. And when you're in a couple, I feel like you should talk to your partner about what type of marriage you expect before you tie the knot. So this is a couple that they met during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. 
Y'all niggas was lonely and shit, and they got married. Strike That's one. dumb. That's so unrealistic. Dum 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 dum. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if this is a show for me. <laughs> right. But like so let's but we gotta get we gotta get into Silas's character. So throughout the season, and you notice that he talks to her in a very strong manner. A lot of his conversation towards Shorty is just like, um, he mean? wants breakfast cooked for him every morning. He wants his drawers ironed every day. His suit steamed, and he's like, basically, I'm the financial breadwinner in our relationship, so I feel that everything that I'm taking care of, you should do all of this other shit without question. And oh. so while they're on vacation, she like, I'm trying to have a good, good time with all of my mm-hmm. friends. I'm not trying to, like, make, like, she's still making him breakfast. Hold you not. Like, she's still doing her wifely responsibilities, according to him. But, mm-hmm. like, one day, the eggs may be a little runny, the bread, like, the bread may be a little burnt. And he was like, throw that shit out, basically. Like, I'm not eating this. Like, what is this garbage? Like, you... (laughs) Not for real. She burnt the cheese. She made potatoes. Kind of like a breakfast bowl type of thing. And he (laughs) was like, oh, this is starch. I don't eat too many starches. So he didn't eat it. Oh, I guess you're not going to eat the bowl. (laughs) Like, see, you know, this is not for me. Because I would punch him in his face. Like, how dare you? Like, are you crazy? She's too submissive. Mm -mm. Yeah, no, this ain't a show for me. Okay, like, when people say submissive, right? Because, I mean, that's the same thing when they call men simps or whatever the case is. I don't <laughs> <think it's> <laughs> real. Like, there's nothing to your partner in some aspect. I think that it's reciprocity. If I cook you breakfast a few mornings, you should cook me breakfast a few mornings. Mm-hmm. I don't think that it should be, like, an obligation that I have to make you food every day. Because no. if I feel like that's my obligation of making you food every day, then you're always cleaning the dishes or something. Like, there got to be some type of balance. Yeah, some type of balance. Yeah, right. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. He is, I don't know. Because, sir, you're going to eat these motherfucking potatoes. Like, and I'm it was sorry. just him. Like, the other men were, like, looking at him, like, what's wrong with you? Like, well, if no. you're hungry, cook, make your own food. Everybody else. And he knew how to cook. He oh, just I wanted like, her to do it. That was my next question. Like, does he even know how to cook? Because you know men don't be knowing how to cook all the time. I can't deal with those. But he found a skillet real quick. He found a skillet real quick. He realized how to cook oh, some food. Cool. I'm glad. I love how to get out. Okay. So, then maybe this is a show for me. I might have to watch. But I do feel like it's a cultural thing for him, too. Oh, why do you say that? Why do you feel like it's like, because like, I get it, like he's um African. Yeah, um, Nigerian, to, Nigerian to be exact. Um, <laughs> but in some cultures, that's what you're supposed to do. Like a wife to them is cook clean, like this is the 1940s. And not your mother. This, is, this is 2023. So it's like, just a woman. But for some people, culturally, that's what they stick by. There is no, like, the times have changed and we grow out of it. That's literally, that's what it is from the beginning of time to the end of time. And it's either you align with it. But that's my thing with their marriage is that should have been discussed. Like, did you fully understand his culture before you agreed to marry him? I mean, considering that this is 2023 and this happened during the pandemic, clearly not. Because, like, sis, that's, I'm not marrying nobody within three years. Like, are you kidding me? Like, no, I can't. Especially if we met during a time where I was real lonely and vulnerable. Like, I, I was taking anything. Not everything. That's what it sounds like. Like, I don't care how much money a man is making. I'm not doing all of that. Like, I can understand compromise and us like rotating the roles and stuff like that, but sir, I'm 
Do they have children? No. No, they do not have children. But, but I also think he was deployed for some of that time, too. Oh, they was freaking off on the show so hard. I feel like there's a baby at the end Yo, of the Oh, my gosh. Like, And they didn't even realize it was the, ca- the camera was in the room. They like, oh, can they see in the dark? Like, girl, everybody here, y'all. Like, when I the whole you, house used to be tight. Like, they used to go sleep on the couch. It was that bad. She making breakfast? That's because he wearing that thing out, too. Because I'm not even going to say. Every night. He was putting a hole in that. her leg, so, you know, it's like... But you know, you know what it is at the end of the day, like he says something during one of the episodes. I don't want to be like a spoiler alert, but I'm gonna say it like this. I know it's cool because I'm gonna Right? Like he's he basically implied that if you don't do what I'm telling you to do as my wife, you don't you're not you don't make the money. You gotta find another place to live. Says when we get back off of this trip, pack that shit up. But not oh nah. Literally. He was like, see what your life is like tomorrow. Yeah, I hope she been high in money or something because ain't no fucking way. Ain't no motherfucking way. They still together too. If somebody's paying all of your bills and taking all of care of all the financial obligation, I'm not saying that they have the right to disrespect you, but do you feel like they yield you to certain roles more than others? Like if somebody said they was going to sponsor your entire life, no matter who you were, they said, I'm sponsoring everything that you do. Do you feel like that now means like I must tend to the house? I must do this. Because back in the day, that's what it meant. But now, I mean, no, I, I did not ask you to do that. You offered and I accepted. Like, what you mean? Like, no, like, that's, I didn't ask nobody to do that. Like, you offered that. That's an offer. Like, that's a gift. And that's also why I, I wasn't born back in the day. You shouldn't have opened your mouth and said that. <laughs> Are you crazy? I can't see myself not working in today's society. Like, I think right now, when you have, in terms of, like, leading income, especially when it comes to, like, um, black and brown people in terms of relationships and couples, like, Black women are making a lot more money than they used to in the past. So I can't see myself taking a back seat to making a stream of income. So it's like, if you were to be like, oh, I can do everything for you. I can take care of everything. I don't feel good about that. because I'm still you can, work, like, Right? Yeah, you see, in situations, marriage doesn't last as long as it used to either. So I'm not going to be hanging out dry in the streets talking about I got no home, I don't got no car, I don't got nothing. <laughs> because you took care of everything. So at the end of the day, mad money is real money because I'm going to have to make sure mm-hmm. I have some bank. Well, that's why you get the accounts and you start embezzling. I'm just saying, like, oh, you want to sponsor me? Okay, well, let me go get my mad money and have my account on the side. Just in case. Y'all know, y'all, excuse me, y'all know y'all watch Problem when Sasha did that. She had them secret accounts to all of that on Ghost. It was flying money to the side. Yes, that is me. She is her. Like, I'm going to have my money to the side. But I'm also not going to sit here and depend on no man either. Like, that makes me feel weird. It makes me itch. Like, I can't even, like... Mm, no like I can't like I don't like that I just cause it just I always feel like somebody will try to use that and hold that over your head like oh well I take care of you well you offered I didn't ask you to do that I I go to work <laughs> I got money stacked up because you pay for everything I got my money saved to the side brother so I, I'm good I can go the fuck? We, we weren't raised like that though I mean at the end of the day like we saw both parties and our families work like I mean I've never seen um an adult woman that I've known in my family really not hold or occupy a job ever in their life. And that's not the same for everybody, but my whole thing is, like, everybody I know had a J-O-B. Like, you had to have a job to contribute. And that's my whole thing is, like, in terms of upward mobility, Black people aren't so far ahead of the game in every situation where both parties can't work. So I feel like, are you just working and we live in satisfactory and I got to just deal with that because you want to work? Or if we both work, we can live the type of life that we both are accustomed to. And that way, if we don't want to clean, if we don't want to cook, we can hire somebody to do those things if that be the end of the day. 
invite. I love that. Somebody cleaning my house for me. That is like, mm, I cannot wait to get back to that. But anyway, you know, I agree because, like, I can agree with more, like, we both working, but, like, sir, you can still take care of the bills. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like the rent, and then I'll take care of, like, other utilities and stuff like that. Like, I'm kind of on that line because, like, rent, I don't like paying rent. So, so you I'll, I'll pay them. every other bill but the rent. <laughs> like, all my other bills will be paid, but that rent, I'll be like, oh, my God, why is you trying to take all my money? Like, that is annoying. Rent is like one lump in one shot, right? Opposed to other bills being spread throughout the month or throughout the year, whatever the case oh, is. Nah, child. My, my light bill, if you don't pay that one the fifth, my lights is off. So, like, oh, I was gonna say, all my stuff on time. Um, you feel yeah. me? All my stuff comes the same thing. I'm like, oh, that's just a little owl. Like, pay it <laughs> Them fees, I don't have time for them fees, y'all. They be trying to take, they be trying to put, put a fee on your bill that's higher than the bill. Like, mm, I'm not doing that. My bills is paid on time. Rent fees, crazy. Nope, paid on time. Shout out to Georgia Power for giving extensions. Love them. <laughs> just heard. <laughs> I had a conversation with a dude that I was dating, and I was just like, my earning potential is very high. And even though you have money right now, um, in the future, I would put you on a prenup. He was like, oh, you know, like, we can get married. Ah, ah. And I was like, on that paper. And he was wild offended. And I was just like, I just I know who I am. I'm I know who the fuck I am, and I'm just saying I stand to make a certain amount of money. And I felt like the same way you see it written out in contract, you may get little stipends or some shit that I may have to write into the contract. And if you got that, baby, give me little stipends or something. But I wanted a prenup, and I didn't have any issue with that. Y'all saw how Gabrielle Union got did back in the day. How so married, the getting married, married if you planning for a divorce? Like that just sounded wild, crazy. Like you're planning for a divorce. What's the point of getting married? Because you business is a, I mean, business is a marriage. Marriage is a business. Like, it is, that's really like, what it, it is. But that's what it boils down to for some people. Is like, it's nothing but paperwork. But it's like, so what are you doing this for, though? Like, if I'm already thinking about what I need back, we didn't even no walk point. down the aisle yet. Like, what's, what's the purpose? Because that's not longevity. Like, what are we doing? As a human, I feel a need to protect myself in all instances because at the end of the day, I could love you with my whole entire heart and we could have a family and everything. But every day we see in society that if somebody, ha if you get a divorce from your partner, right, you are held to, um, like, for them to live the life they're accustomed to. So let's say in the event that I am making a certain amount of money, it's not just you I have to pay for. I learned a long time ago as a kid, just like hearing older women say this. I have to pay for any kids that you have out in the world. So let's say this is not your first marriage or your first relationship where children are produced. I'm paying for everybody and attached to you. And unless there's something written that says, I don't have to do this, then I'm on the hook for it. And so it's not saying, oh, I don't care enough about you and I'm planning to leave you. I'm just saying in the event shit doesn't go well or we don't know each other as much as we think we know. People show you who they are and we believe them in some respect. I'm not going to get married in three years. Yep, like I said, and she was practically screaming divorce at the end of the show. Like, I don't know if this is going to work out. Yeah, like literally. And she may take him to the cleaners. Like I said, I don't know what their agreement is. She may, and that's why he... Africans ain't fucking with no American women letting them get all their money. He got a prenup. Mm. Mm. Trust me, I mm. <laughs> I'm just saying, I got some friends out there who done been in some situations, and they them Africans do not play about them prenups. Like, okay, that's playing on how they seduce the schemes. 
I'm gonna tell you, I know right. some people seducing and scheming, and they like, yeah, but it's a real life thing. But yeah. when we talk about like breadwinners, right? So y'all see this whole Kiki Palmer thing, and yet again, in her relationship, I heard that he has a job. Kiki Palmer's dude, I don't really know his name, so y'all would have to fill me in on his name like that. I want to say Brandon Brian. It's none of those, but no. I don't. Yeah, women, I don't know. McCormick. I don't know. That's women. how much. I think that's his last name. That's how much I'm just like, sir. Um, but he's a personal trainer, right? He produces a level of income. He said he's trying to break into the acting world, so he's trying to get his cookies up. It's kind of like the Tia Maori and like her dude, who's not there anymore. Um, but he was actually kind of dope. He, I liked him in um, what's and what? I forget the name of that show Tay Diggs was in. Oh my God, what is the name? Oh, of that? All American Homecoming. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was good in that. I liked him in that. But that's the thing. Like he's had jobs. Like Kiki's. I don't even know what he do besides smile. Like other than that, I don't know what he does. And I'm not trying to play. You know what it is. I'm not trying to put down a brother. I'm not trying to put down this black man. If he's working, he working. Um, he's just not working on the magnitude that she's working. And with all due respect in this situation, you know, like they're not even married. They're a couple. Let's say this. We also have to reframe how we look at relationships and how we look at marriage. Two different things. So they're a couple. She's the financial breadwinner in that situation. And they have a little kiddo. Cool. Right? So recently, y'all know, y'all seen a little tea that was going on where she got all cute and fly, dressed up to the nines, hair laid down, sparkle, sparkle gown. And... <laughs> She went out and she was enjoying herself at an Usher production. And so, like I said, Usher, when he puts on a performance, I've seen it firsthand, top tier, wah, 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 love it down. <laughs> um, you know, she was feeling her vibe, being out on the scene with her people. And we saw a little twiddle fingers, the dude that she's dealing with, he made a comment about it. And everybody is just talking about, like, is that one of those things that are only said because she's a woman going out? knowing that she has a child or would it have been the same kind of dialogue for a man to step out if there was a video of him, I don't know, getting grinded on by Queen Michelle or somebody else. Well, I mean, that happened to Chance the Rapper when he went to Carnival and niggas, was, that girl was grinding on him and they really made this big ass deal like, oh, he's married, da 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 But like, that's how people dance at Carnival. Like, that's how they dance. That doesn't mean he went home and fucked her. Like, that's literally how they dance. You feel me? Like, so, I mean, it did kind of happen because he's a married man. I mean, so it is different because she's not married. So it's like, to me, you could have said that to her when she got in the crib. Like, yo, like, you needed to wear that outside. And I'm pretty sure he's seen her leave out the house in that outfit. So, like, if you didn't like it, you should have said something then. But, like, at the same time, you are not married to this girl. So, like, honestly, I don't really feel like you have much of an opinion. Like, if that's your wife, I can understand that. But, like, technically, that's your baby mother. So it's like, mm, do you really have a say-so in it, sir? I like, think for me, it's the questioning her motherhood. Like, to tell her, like, you're a mother. It's like, okay, so she's not supposed to get dressed up and feel good about herself. And then my thing, too, is did you have this problem prior to before she had that body? Because that's my whole thing is you wasn't, saying, you wasn't saying nothing before she had this baby and turned full-fledged into Angela Bassett. So <laughs> I don't understand what now that she's and her attitude, nothing has changed. Like Kiki Palmer she's has always body been body confident, body. right? Yeah, and now she, right? And now her body matches her level of confidence, and she mm -hmm. enjoying it. Like let her enjoy herself. But if you can't handle her level of confidence, that's a personal problem. And you got to go. 
she was shaking it for daddy on camera before. So my whole thing is that his perspective is it was okay for you to dance on me or dance or, or look a certain way or dress a certain type of way when I'm involved in the process. But if I'm not present, you shouldn't do this. And, you know, I've had this conversation with y'all probably before, whatever the case is. And I'm going to say right now, like I dated somebody who moved in a similar space, right? When it was time to go out with him on dates, he wanted me to dress a certain way. And I was like, never one of those people to fall in line with what somebody's telling me or asking me to do. But it was like, okay, my man, my man at that time. And I was like, you know, wearing my little dresses. And I personally felt, I was like, oh, baby, some of the stuff that you're like liking or whatever is scantily clad. You want me out here, <laughs> like with an inch about a kooka. Like you want all of this good stuff out here. Now, he was like, no, you know, like, I'm dressed, you're dressed, we looking cute, uh, uh, we feeling nice, great. Now, when we would go someplace and a man would look at me, it'd be like, oh, you out here, you, like, got people staring at your face. Did you not just say, this is just the dress that you wanted me to wear? You wanted me to wear your favorite dress. What I'm supposed to do, work where I'm about making it in the house, twirl around in this dress? Like, I don't understand. But um, I realized that it was about ego. And a lot of people don't realize that ego sets into play in a lot of relationships and, like, how we engage each other. And like you said, if there was a conversation that was had off the scenes, away from social media, they probably could have squashed that and resolved it and been like, you know, I felt uncomfortable or I felt embarrassed when. That doesn't mean I'm not going to get dressed and go back outside tomorrow. That just means I receive your opinion and I hear where you're coming from. Yeah, I felt like he could have said that like outside of social media like but to address her the way he did was completely unnecessary because my whole thing is in all honesty it's a lot of mothers out here that wear less than that so and they want nothing wrong because my whole thing is young miami is a mother she be wearing less than that in the video but that don't take away from her taking care of her kids right all facts like he's saying that like she had the baby on the nipple and was like on usher like like what does her being a mother have to do with her outfit like I'm confused like make it make sense poppy I didn't get it like that's why when I read it I was like but what is what I'm confused what does that have to do with anything you're mad because your girl's a baddie and she's lit and you're not like that's just what it is and it is ego men don't be understanding when they get them a lit bitch she's gonna be lit like what pray for it but they can't they don't know what to do with it but also like so I found out how she met him right so his brother, like, um, is somebody who actually does, who acts. And so there was, like, a yacht party that was thrown, and he was invited by his brother. So that's how she met him in the first place. So he wasn't really anybody in the industry, nobody special. She's a very down-to-earth person, so she was yeah. chatting him up mm-hmm. on the boat, and they sparked. They had a natural spark, so they started dating each other. And then from there, when he met her, Kiki Palmer's been very transparent about certain things about herself. She's a woman who... She deals with PCOS, so she's like, she deals with facial acne, she deals with some, like, body discomforts and different things like that, and she's super transparent about it. Mm-hmm. And so, when she met this person, it's like, I'm loving you for who you are, you're loving me for who I am, it's right. all good. So now, after she had a baby, which a lot of people may know this or may not know this about PCOS, um, it can also offset the hormones. So, once that you have a baby, it can kind of, like, um, reset your body. And so, now, her skin is probably flourishing. And her body is flourishing. And so she's now seeing herself in a way that she's probably never got to see herself in like decades. And so mm-hmm. the reality of it is she's now shining. And she's not like neglecting him. She's not negating who he is as a man. She's still with her dude. She didn't leave him instantly. Damn sure. 
she definitely got one line that was like, I don't want to be that person, y'all, but I love my right. Like, she, she, that's her man. Like, she, that's not how, and that was right before that incident happened. So she, like, she wouldn't, but at the same time, I think that that's the insecurity latched on for him because he was used mm -hmm. to knowing her as a person that people wanted, but not everybody wanted. Mm -hmm. And so now that she's somebody that more than average want her, he's like, damn. This is not like a jeopardy of somebody else coming up in the game. A celebrity can now come up in the game. Before she was in the industry, celebrity thought she was cute Kiki. She yeah. was little kid, now adult actress Kiki. Now she like Kiki with the body. And, and that's what's making him respond, I think, in certain ways. But that's a conversation. Like, men and women have to be able to talk. But at the same yeah. time, Usher is an artist. And at the same time, I don't know if everybody's unaware, but Usher is married. So, like, if his wife ain't out here complaining while he out here seducing people, what are you mad about? And like I said, with her outfit, there was nothing wrong with her outfit. And honestly, nobody would even know what the back of it looked like if she didn't turn around. Right. Because she really could have had on some pasties under that. So, it, it, like, that's my whole thing is, like, Usher's a whole married man. It's, like, that's his job is to entertain. Like, if you feel like he's taking your girl, again, personal problem. You don't know it like you thought you did. But I have this real big thing about like when it comes to fashion in general, right? So when in terms of like what women are wearing these days, there's a lot of male fashion designers. And I think men dress women based off of their opinion of what they feel like they want to see. And that's whether like it doesn't matter like if you're a cisgendered male, if you're a part of the LGBTQ, a lot of the male fashion designers dress women in a way that sometimes is more provocative. And so I feel like with that going, um, men have a critique if you're dressed too out there at the same time that's always been a thing like Victoria's Secret the designer of that was a man like yeah. they said nine times out of ten bras wouldn't look how they look and panties wouldn't look how they look if man didn't design it to accentuate or to show off a part of our bodies so it's like what are we really upset with the, she probably put on a dress and her dress didn't look like that far from I'm it was cute but it didn't look that far from other shit on Fashion Over and other shit on Sheen. Right. That's all share and sparkly or whatever the case is. Right. I'm just keeping it a buck. Oh so on average, the average person with today's fashion standards is wearing something similar in nature. Mm -hmm. So I don't feel like she went so hard in the paint. Like she wasn't out there, like you said, with, with tassels. She didn't get pulled with a Jimmy <laughs> Jackson. It wasn't nothing crazy like that. <laughs> they didn't have the baby on the nipple. Like, come on. Like, that goes crazy. Because, no, like, he really made it seem like she's sitting there with the baby, breastfeeding, all on Usher, like, no, she, yeah, she is a mom, and she deserves to go out and have fun. Like, come on, I'm talking for all the moms. We deserve, like, stop playing. He's a hater. Ooh, I don't like men. He's a hater. He's a big Like, hater. what is she going through postpartum? Like, you don't know what, like, on our end, like, from the outside looking in, we don't know what she went through after she had that kid. So mm -hmm. her being able to get out, because she been on the roll lately like not even just the concert like she really been doing a lot of stuff and to me it's way more stuff that or way more doors to me that have opened for her since she's had this baby right so my thing is you don't know what she went through the whole pregnancy she could appear to be happy online but that doesn't mean that's really how she feel deep down inside so like let her go out and enjoy herself and it's not like she was alone getting seduced or some type of like right. she was at a whole concert like relax 
Like, they act like they was in a hotel room or something. Like, God. People have to reframe the idea of a mother because, like, I saw something that was real dope. And somebody was like, when men are out in the street acting a fool, when they're in strip clubs and when they're hanging out with their boys and when they're gallivanting, do people say to them, like, oh, my God, you a father? Like, do people go up to you and say, like, oh, my God, you out here in your hoochie daddy shorts? Like, you a father? (laughs) Like... People don't comment that way. And like I said, there's such a harsh penalty to being a woman where you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. And like, I got to ask y'all a real question, like real rap. Do y'all feel like, do y'all believe in gender roles in your personal relationships? Or do you feel like it's just a balance? Like, what do y'all think? A balance. A balance. So there's the thing, it's a balance. Like, only thing I will say is I don't touch the trash, but like, other than that, like, it's a balance. I don't do trash. I'm sorry. Like, I just don't, like, I don't, I don't, I can't. I'm sorry. Um, But no, it's, it's, it's pretty neutral. Like, I mean, naturally, as women, we know certain things, and as men, they know certain things. So, yeah, they might have a little bit more knowledge in more one area than they would than me. And, you know, he ain't going to know nothing about skincare, but I would. So, it's like stuff like that. It balances itself out. But, like, if you have two arms and two legs, you're going to do that shit, okay? Like, it's still, like, you're doing the same thing. Like, this should go, like, come on. Like, no, I say that all the time. I, I'm going to feed myself. You should be able to feed just so we should be able to feed each other. Like, um, I will say this, like, as a guy that I'm saying, and I always say, like, um, if we're going out someplace, and I'll be like, hold my bag, right? And I know, like, some people, some men are uncomfortable about holding in the pocketbook. I was like, why is there, like, a perception that you're supposed to be a simp? Like I said, if you're holding my pocketbook, like, you're you're holding it for me for a reason. Like, you're doing me a favor. You're looking out for me. So that's nobody's business. So if there's a man walking down the street and he see you holding my bag, it's not like you clutching it like it's yours. You just holding it to, like, hold me down. And even if it was your little man purse or a merce, whatever they call it these days, like that's your prerogative too. Like I don't, I don't feel like I hold so strict to gender roles. There's things that I, I feel like I want for a partner to do in general. I don't have an issue with holding the door open for somebody, so you should hold the door open for me. I don't have an issue with pumping gas, so you should be able to pump gas too. And like I said, I personally don't like taking out the trash nor doing dishes. <laughs> but it's a lot yeah, of- no, that pumping the gas thing no i'm sorry i'm so sorry if i'm in the car with a nigga you better get out and pump that gas like i'm no come on son no i like i don't know that is something that daddy taught me at a very young age like you should never be riding with a man who is not gonna get out and pump your gas like that is just a man thing. like a man's supposed to do that now of course if i'm in the car by myself Yes, I'm pumping my gas. But, like, if I'm riding with a dude, um, hello, hi. Like, I remember getting to a full-blown argument when they over this. Like, you're not going to get out and pump the gas? Cool. All right, cool. You want to go in the store and get you a snack? All right, cool. Yeah, roll off and go pump my own gas somewhere else while your ass is walking. Like, no. (laughs) Are you kidding me? I had the same situation, and another man embarrassed the guy. And, like, it wasn't even, like, on some OD intentional. Like, I'm like, all right, I'm about to get out the car. You ain't even like reach, act like you was gonna pop the door. You wouldn't do nothing to say you was about to do the gas. So I'm like, all right, cool. All right, you're not about to pump the gas. That's not what you're finna do. All right, so I get out the car and I'm like, all right, let me go. I'm pump the gas. The dude who's next to me in the car over whatever the case is, he's like, hey, what's up? What's going on? So he starts chapping it up with me. He's kiki keying. So now this dude, he come out like Debo. He like get back in the car. What you mean get back in the car? You don't want to go in in the first place. That pump. He's like, get back in the car. I'm about to pump the gas. So the guy's just like, oh, my bad. Uh, I was like, well, I like how when you feel threatened, 
you now feel like you want to do something to assert your authority or assert your position right. as a man. But when I simply asked you as a common courtesy to do something nice, you didn't want to do it until you felt like your position as a man was threatened. Yeah. That ego shit is crazy. Yeah, no, he would have got sent in the store and I would have went to another gas station. Like, I'm not... <laughs> know. Ain't no fucking way. Ain't no fucking way a nigga riding the car telling me he not pumping no gas! No! I'm not having it. Not having it. Especially if I had to, like, come pick you up from somewhere. Like, let us, like, first and foremost, you should be sliding me a 20... For this gas, number two, and that twenty in the motherfucking tank. Oh no, I can't. Yeah, no, he deserved to be embarrassed, but he would have got sent to the store. <laughs> like, straight up. <laughs> yeah, he will give me some M and M's. Roll my window up, peel off. Go get some chips. Yeah. You ain't coming, gas. Go get some chips. Come back here with a drink or something. Yeah, something, yeah. and you're gonna come back and I'm gonna be gone. <laughs> Down the block at the other Sunoco, pumping it myself, trying to talk to another baddie. Like, fuck out of here. Like, no. Niggas from a drama does it. Like, if you want to not do your role, nigga, then you can go. Like, it is certain shit that I'll be like, all right. You said like, roll though. You said roll. Like, so you yeah, like, you gonna pump that gas. Cause first of all, if it's 12 o'clock at night, why am I getting out the car to pump gas? So the same thing gonna happen is some niggas try to holler at me. I'm gonna holler because yeah, you should have been out here. So now I'm gonna entertain it. But yeah. like same way we feel like somebody could approach us in a dangerous situation. He may feel like I could be stabbed up, shot, and rolled at a gas station. Like, I mean, I don't, I've been to the gas station in a few places. Like I said, you go to the gas station in the DMV sometimes, you may get lined up. So you got to understand, like, oh, yeah. I do understand why, like, some dudes feel like I'm, you're no more safe than I am safe. Oh, well, like, I don't need to be rolling with you, sir. Like, if you out here living like that, I'm going to be rolling with gas, man. Like, I'm cool. Like, I move out here like yeah. I'm safe. I ain't got no people, nobody. I ain't got, I don't be catching no static, none of that. Like, but if you're scared to get out and pump the gas because you might get lined up out here, sir, I'm not the one for you. Like, that's too much. Because right? you're going to go pump that gas, okay? Do you want me to go to the neighborhood? I'll pay for the gas through my app so you ain't even got to touch nothing. Just put the pump in the shit. But like, <laughs> come on. No, no. I'm sorry. That's, that's just because that's how I was raised. Like, no, a man should pump your gas. Even when my little brother was growing up, no, go pump the gas. Like, go pump the gas for your mother. Like, my that's just, that's just what was instilled in him as a kid. So what should a woman do if you feel like that way? Because I'm, I'm pretty certain if you feel like I think a man is obligated to pump the gas, what do you think a man would be saying about you what he feels like you should be doing? Because that's when we get into roles. We can't say that I have all these expectations of my partner and they're not going to have expectations of me. That's a part of reciprocity, right? It's supposed mm -hmm. to be equal. I mean, he can expect me to hit the engine off button and sit there and be cute. Like, yeah. I don't know, like, sir, like, I don't know. Yeah, I think for women, I think we definitely provide more of an emotional support for men. Like, it'd be real, like, niggas really be going through it sometimes that people don't understand that. And it's like, you got to just be there sometimes to shut the fuck up and just be there for the man. Like, I, I think, I think, okay, so like, like, if I expect him to pump the gas and I could see him expecting me to wash the clothes, I don't do that either, but... <laughs> Yo, what do you do, my guy? <laughs> I don't pump gas. I don't like. I, I don't do this. I, I work. <laughs> no, first of all, I go to work at six a.m. I come home. I'm a mom. I make sure everybody eat. 
he come home from work to a cooked meal. Like this man don't go hungry. Or it's some it's some dominoes in there. Like oh, my man's cool. 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 a be roll. You know, like he be coming. Get home him on the line. Cook. Get him on the line. He <laughs> <laughs> was like something. Something. She said Chino. Something's ordered. Something. something. Yeah, <laughs> something there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I know. I, and I always let him know. Like, listen, I did not cook. Like, just bring some home. Like, bitch, you tired? Like, cause I work. Like, I work. Like legitimately work we both legitimately work like real tough jobs so we have to understand from each other that we be tired and we not gonna get what they want all the time but it's the simple things you pump the gas you do the trash you hold the door because i step the fuck aside from a door like if i'm walking with a nigga i'm stepping aside like so what are you doing this my question still remains because I am the creator. I am the idea maker. I come up with the plan. I put the family to success. I pay the bills. I make sure the bills are paid on time. I make sure we got a roof over our head. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I am more the administrator. I am the I am the accountant. Flashback. We get the scented ones, dude. Like the way that you take it out. Like right. You get the two ply paper towel, baby, not the one ply. Okay. Like, come yeah. on. Like, I gotta show you what to do. You know, I gotta show you the good soaps to use, how to keep yourself fresh and shit. Like, you know, like Shorty keep yourself fresh, but you know how men be wearing yo, you know how men use like the fucking three and one soaps. I'd be like, come on now, we're not doing No, I don't know doing well. Let me get you some glad you Irish spring. Oh, you know, I'm like a bath and body works at organic shade. I like the black soap, you know, that's why I'm listening. You feel me? Like, but yeah, to put shorty on, like, we just not using that three in one. Come on, let me get you some here. We get you some nice and bath and little bath and body works if you want to smell nice, but like. Irish Springs, you know, that's cute. Like, just just soap, though. Not like a three-in-one. We don't do that. So. Yeah, I'm going to say this. Like, I, I had this thing where I feel like I, I've dealt with people where when it comes to, like, intimacy or whatever case in relationships, that some men want a nice little back rub, a little foot rub. Let me tell you how this came about. You can put my feet down your throat for all you want to. I don't care. But at the end of the day, your feet are not coming nowhere near me. I don't care how hard I you hate feet. feet. Oh, my God, bitch. I feel the same way. I've heard feet. women say this. They be like, oh, I'm going to rub my man's feet after a long day. No, I, I'm not. He better put the dogs away. He better go. I will buy him a foot massager. But right. I you get a foot basin, you can soak your shit in a hot. I put a little Epsom salt in that joint. Yeah, rubbing your feet. I I just have a thing about saying stuff. Like I said, if you want to rub my feet, that's a choice. But me being obligated to rub your feet, no. I shoulder rub, back rub, thigh rub, some whatever the case. But I'm not doing feet. And okay. so like, we got to talk about it. That's what I feel like. I was like, we have to have conversation prior to, so you can get to know this. Like, if we ever get married. Your feet is not getting touched, bro, throughout this entire marriage and this entire no, that's trifling. We rode feet over here. I don't like I feet. Do. Like I legitimately, y'all we know rode, I legitimately we have feet over here. But do you take care of your feet? Yeah, exactly. Somebody you ever seen King Kong and them rocking around with their feet sometimes? <laughs> <laughs> like no, okay, I will say that. Like 
If you got ugly feet, get the fuck out of here. If her hammer toe, if her hammer toe coming over the show, like, like, rub these. Oh, we like, wouldn't even like, be together. Like, no, are you dumb? Mm-mm. And my baby gotta have pretty toes. Like, nah, she keeps her feet nice and nice. And, <laughs> but we rub feet over here. Mm-mm. I can see y'all just rubbing each other's feet. Oh, this conversation is making me uncomfortable because I literally do like feet. Like, oh my God. When it comes to relationships, especially let's say same sex relationships, do you feel like gender roles have a play? Because I've heard a lot of my friends say, like, they feel like they're still expected to play certain roles depending on if they're being, like, considered femme or if they're considered, Mm -hmm. like, like Dom or mask or, like, AG. They have to play a more masculine role. And I've heard my friend be like, which no, like I'm not doing that because somebody feels like I should be doing that. Yeah, no, not in this relationship. That's not how this works. Um, but I do know people who, like, that's the thing. Like, if there's some girls who, if they identify as a stud, like, they feel like they're really a man. Little so they really, <laughs> they feel like, <laughs> they feel like they're supposed to do manly things, so to speak. And so they expect, like, I guess, like, a real guy would, like, oh, my food should be cooked when I come home and blah, blah, blah. But then, like, for example, there was a video I saw um, with this couple. And I guess the girl was the stud that was sleeping. So her girlfriend is playing a prank on her as if somebody's breaking into the house. And so she's waking her up, shaking her, whatever, whatever. The stud jumps up. And the girl, like, oh, my God, they're going to get us. Like, go out there, go see some. And the stud turned around and was like, I'm a bitch just like you. Like, fuck you mean? Like, they're going to kill us. They're going to kill me the same yo, way they're going to kill you. Like, fuck you. <laughs> hey. hey, yo, I'm a bitch, too. I'm weak, bro. Like, but that's real like, shit. Like, I'm still a female. But for some people, yo. the lines get blurred when it comes to same-sex relationships. Like, there's some gay guys who feel like, because they're feminine, that means they don't got to hold a door, carry a bag, take out the trash, do nothing. But then there's some gay guys who will change light bulbs, pop the hood open, and check their engine, and all other stuff. So, like, it really, it to me, it becomes a perception of yourself. Mm. Like, it's not really what people expect you to do. It's people take it as whatever you identify as. That's what you're supposed to be and, like, embody. And that's just stupid to me. My whole opinion, we all identify as humans. So I do nice stuff for human beings. Thank so, you. Oh, at the end of the day, like when it comes to, if I feel like a dude was like, oh girl, no, I'm not holding the door for you. I might still drop that shit in your face. Like seriously, I've like, I've, I've cursed out old people and I've heard old people curse me out. We gonna have to do this nice. We gonna help. We gonna take care of this. Like, it's, I'm, I'm, being, I'm, I'm being for real in that situation. Like no matter women, male, female, I think courtesy is just a part of the process in general. And I'm always going to say that. Like, I, I understand that if in your relationship, you set certain roles or standards, and that's something that you want to abide by. Like, if it was a woman who was saying, like, oh, I want to do these things. Like, babe, this is who I am, and this is what I want to do. By all means, do you, right? Like I said, if a man goes, ah, 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 I feel passionately about this. I cool. I'm not going to step on your toes intentionally, but I'm not, I'm never going to make you feel obligated because right. that's another thing. Once you, once you make somebody feel obligated to do something, then guess what? They're going to turn that around and make you feel obligated to do stuff too. And I don't ever like being put in a situation where a man makes me feel like I have no choice, but to do something because you say so, because I'm naturally rebellious. You won't get cursed out. So it's like you you may want to pitch like a question like hey babe would you like to like and and I'll be like ah right, you know like you're like are are you cooking tonight is different than like hey babe I really like when you make this specific dish 
is that going to get made sometime this week? Like I may, I may rock with you on that one. Right. As opposed to making me feel like I'm obligated to do certain things. Right. Like in my relationship, like I like to cook. So I don't mind cooking, but if I come home and I say I'm not, I don't feel like cooking, she'll cook. All right, Chef Boyardee. So it's not like a thing of where I'm like, I don't feel like cooking and we just starving tonight. But <laughs> if I cook, she's also doing the dishes. Like, so it's a give and take type of thing. Like, it's not a like I'm cooking, but you need to stand there and do the dishes too. I don't give a damn if you put them in the dishwasher as long as they get clean. Like, I don't really care how you do it. That's for you. But it's just a give and take type of thing. Like, it's not a like, oh, we going grocery shopping, but I'm carrying all the bags. Like, that's not like, I mean, you can carry some people, that's what it is. It's like, no, I mean, I'm going to tell you, I'm scared of bugs, right? And so if I see anything that moves, that shouldn't be moving, I am going to be a little stereotypical. I'm like, go kill it. Like, go kill it. Go get it. Go do that. Like, I am, I'm very much like that. I'm that person. So I can't even, if I would do is be like, I'm scared of bugs too. I would throw a tantrum. You don't go over there and go kill a bug. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go off. I'm not going to stay. Yeah, no, that goes crazy. It, it's like, it, it really does go with your level of comfort though. Like, I'm not going to OD disrespect your shit. Because I feel like one thing is, and a lot of people bring this up in terms of relationships. Like, speaking about the couples, one of the biggest things was, like, Kiki Palmer was almost d- disrespected by her partner, by him writing what he wrote in public, right? Silas was on a TV show with his wife um, and Marcus Vineyard, and he disrespected her in public in front of other people. Mm-hmm. There's certain things that I'm never going to tolerate. As a man... If you feel like I'm violating your shit, I'm never going to do it in front of your friends and family. I'm never going to do it out in the street. Maybe behind closed doors, if I have something to say, I may go for the jugular. I may go in. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to disrespect you as a human being or, like I said, especially as a man out in public. And I think all couples, that's a part of, like, the gender role thing, too, because men are quickly to say they feel emasculated or they, they feel like they're being put down when you do that. Yeah, well, you go butt crazy on me in the street. I'm calling you a bitch straight up. Like, if you do, like, if you like, you gotta pick and choose yeah. your battles, sir. Do not start no shit with me in the street because I'm gonna finish it and I'm gonna finish it in the worst way. So you better wait till we get home or in the car to speak your mind because I will embarrass the fuck out of everybody. Like, I'm don't do that. Like, I don't like that either. Like, don't try to embarrass me in front of people because, like, mm-hmm. I really feel like I'm gonna have to chin check you in front of everybody. Like that, ass, like. I will blow a nigga spot up. Like, first of all, you're not gonna be disrespectful with your shitty ass drawers. Like, I will go the fuck in on a nigga. Not saying <laughs> my shitty ass drawers. I'm just yeah. saying, like, I would just throw some shit out there. He does not. Call him boo boo shitty boo boo kitty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's I, I mean, no, I mean, I, no, I hear you on that one. That's what I'm saying. I was like, because I know how far I could take something. I was like, you're gonna leave here and you're gonna have your feelings hurt. Everybody's gonna say they're gonna have to call the people after this. At the end of the day, somebody <laughs> gotta go to jail. And that's why I'd be like, look, I always handle things with an expression. Like if I look at you and I look at you like yo, keep like yo, keep chatting. Like it's one of those things like you should already know because I'm letting loose. I have one time to warn you, and the second time I'm a cannon, so that's it. But like I said, out of respect. I don't ever want it to be said to me like, oh, because there's a, there's a whole thing in a debate right now that's going on about men being hyper feminine and women being hyper masculine in this day and age. 
And I feel like a lot of that has to do with, yes, people say like, oh, a woman being independent. So there's two theories. They're like, women are only independent because that's a trauma response. That a lot of us have had to be independent based off of our circumstances and what we've had to do to navigate life. And so our independence shouldn't be used as a threat. It should be looked at as something that she had to do to survive. Opposed to whereas men say as like, that your independence is a direct threat to my human existence. And if I'm not needed, then why am I dealing with you? Because you got a dick. Like, oh my God. Like, I'm just being honest. Like, come on. It's like, sir. Like, my independence. That's where the insecurities come from. You should not be threatened because I'm independent. You should actually be proud that you were with a woman who was like, she can hold her own. Like, I know if if, if I, if, if the male fails, like, if a nigga get laid off from his job, if he loses, if he loses that, you know you with somebody who's gonna have your back. You know what I'm saying? Financially, mentally, emotionally, all of the above. Like, that's that all goes into an independent female. But for a man to be threatened by that, that's corny. Like, sir, then go ahead. You can move to the left. Like, I'm not dealing with that. Like, that's, that's, I, that's too much. Like, Oh, I can't. So let me ask you. So to what capacity? Let's say, like, let's say your girlfriend, she's not working, or let's say your girlfriend, um, she's like, babe, like, I want to take a few months off. Do you feel comfortable supporting that person? Do you feel so comfortable supporting your partner if they're not doing, if they're not doing what they, you know? I mean, take a few months off for what? Like, what are we doing? Also, it also depends on like if you know that person prior to like. If somebody who I know doesn't save money is asking me to take months off, then okay. no, absolutely not. But if I know that you're good with budgeting money and saving money and you already have money saved up, because you're saying that you want to take a couple months off, okay. But if you're not, if you're saying like, I can take a couple months off, I just need you to do X, Y, Z, but I can handle this because I have X, Y, Z saved up, then that's something completely different. But yeah. if you just taken off a couple months and you got zero dollars in your bank account, you better think again like true let's say if it was like right mcdonald's is hiring right because that's society is that we don't have an issue with helping in some aspect but there's a difference between helping and hurting and i feel like if some if a dude would say to me like yo babe i was unhappy with my position in life um right now you know you're in a good spot i'm trying to get back into a good spot like could you hold it down I don't know. I am a little traditionalist when it comes to that. I will be a little different. Like, how long is this pocket going to last? Like, are you going to get? I would support that. Like, are you? There has to be a plan. Yeah, no. Long as there's a plan, like it has to be a plan. Like, not just a abrupt. Because I understand what it's like being unhappy at a job. So I can't make somebody stay somewhere where they're unhappy because I know what that feels like. But like I said, are you unhappy and you have zero dollars in your bank account? Like, it's a difference between being unhappy and having money saved up. <laughs> right. right. Like, That's if you're unhappy and you got some money in the bank and you feel like you need to take six to eight weeks off to try to find you a new career path, right. then fine, by all means. Or if you're saying, like, hey, I'm going from full-time to part-time because I'm going to go back to school because, you know, I just want right. to be in a better position, things like that. Like, those are things that I can support. But a full-blown, like, hey, I'm just going to take time off of work. Well, what the fuck, like, what are you contributing? Oh, well, you know, I ain't really got no money saved up, but, like, you got it. That's oh my god, you bugging. I'm leaving you at the store. Like you crazy. Oh, come That's on, let's go to the gas station real quick. Like, Auntie, are you dumb? Auntie Tabitha, right? Like, so this was a thing too, like where they were like, Oh, she um retired her husband. 
And a lot of people mm-hmm. was like, Says, what are you doing? Like, I'm already looking at Maddie's face. Maddie was just like, and then what happened? But he took care of her for all them years, though. Right. But, but he, he held her down for all them years, even when her going back and forth from North Carolina to yeah, LA and all of that. Like, that's crazy. Retire, though, sir. This social media shit might die real quick. He could have continued to work. I'm, I'm just throwing it out there. Like, even if he went parts, I mean, like, he has to have some stream of income because I think yeah. it's really crazy to say, like, I retired you. Like, you don't got to work where you were working, but you still have to have a stream of income. Right. But he also, from that, because I think he was a cop for like 20 years, he does have a pension that he gets every month. And so whether that's on them, whether or not that's something they spend or he chooses to save because that will also help them in the long run. And then he does have his own like business that he started. Like he went into a whole nother type of like avenue that's outside of like the police force. But it's like, mm-hmm. I get, I guess I get her mind frame of it because her career, she didn't expect it to take this long. He was just supposed to be a cop until she got not made it but like got a concrete type of job so for her it's one of those well he held it down for 20 years while and taking care of kids on his own while she had to go take care of her mother back home when she got sick so it's like true you could you could have had a man who was like you need to take them kids with you like so it's just like I, I get it from her perspective and like I said it ain't like he had no raggedy job where he wasn't getting nothing after that. If he getting a pension every month, by all means, retire. Now, how, to- how they choose to spend it is, is on them. Mother, get somebody daddy. <laughs> That's a cute story, but like, sir, you go to part-time. I'm just saying, like, damn! Like, what the fuck? <laughs> but it's like he, he held it down he held it down and let her he believed in her dreams and he let her do that he could have said no you need to go get a job yeah no that's oh, fine like, no but sometimes people do need that fire putting their ass like bitch this may not be working for you go get a job because I still am like she's like I don't I don't know she had a she had a collection of Target I wasn't a fan of it but I'm just saying like I understand it though. Like, if you have a partner and your partner holds you down, like, and if you have the means to say, like, listen, you ain't even really got to work no more. Like, I get it. Like, I, that I do understand. But like, but it's also not me, like he, I'm he like, not working you ain't sitting really at home. Hi, y'all. Like, you get out that part time, be a specialist. Oh, um, work no once a week. Yeah, I can't honestly see myself with like, like this has come up in many situations. As we get older, as we increase our like earning potential and make more money, I know that it's a sticky situation. And some people ask me this all the time, do you feel like you're comfortable making more than your man? Um, I'm about to, say, I'm about to look at the camera real quick to say this. Um, it's like this, right? Oh boy. There's a million, look, there's a million ways to get money out here, right? So if you're not getting everything out of one job, then I may need you to get another job. Or I may need you to get another hustle. Residual income is everything. I need to know that you're grinding to supplement that other area of income. And I'm not saying that because I want you to be a miserable person or always bogged down or stressed out. I'm saying it because I don't want to feel like my money with your money causes just like we're we're living, right? We're still trying to make bills we still trying to do take care of stuff i want to feel like my money with your money 
we're thriving. I don't want to survive life anymore. I want to thrive at life. And I always tell people that. So if I feel like you're in a survivor mode and I'm in thriving mode, then you're only going to bring me down to your level. And it's going to be hard for me to pull you up. Mm. No, I feel like, yeah, because I can't deal with no broke niggas. Like, I don't know. I think making the same amount of money, I don't think, I don't like conversations like that. Like, I'm making money and just know we good. Like, please don't ask me how much I'm making because I'm pretty sure it's going to be more than you. So, like, because I negotiate my pay. I don't be paying. Well, like, when they try to come with that, like, oh, this is the highest we can give you. No, it's not. Do you see my activity? Like, stop playing with me. Like, this is my, this is what I want. If you ain't giving to me, I'm good. But men don't be moving like that. Like, you know, most of the time, men always get the highest pay regardless, and they usually just take it. Like, no, as women, we got to negotiate our pay. So, sir, boyfriend, girlfriend, please don't ask me how much money I'm making. Like, because I'm telling you, it's going to be more than what you're making. Like, just don't ask me that. Like, don't. You know, in terms of gender equality and relationships, when you kind of think about it like that, um, the highest paid individual is going to be a white male, right? So even like a, a white male who's in, let's say, a gay relationship, him and his partner stand to have the most wealth in terms of couples or partnerships opposed to anybody else. So mm. it's like for us as women, I have a very strong sense about this where I say to people all the time, like we already know about gender inequality when it comes to like wages and finances and career options. Um, I learned from a white liberalist a long time ago. I had worked for this woman. Um, she was a scientist and she basically had said to me like, yo, I'm going to give you a raise. And I was like, all right, thank you. And she was like, thank you. She closed the door. She sat me down and she was just like, I'm going to talk to you about some real stuff. She was like, black women don't know how to negotiate. She said, hell, black people don't know how to negotiate. And I was just like, I was like, is this a racist moment? Like, should I be mad? Like, <laughs> What's going on? But I was like, all right, let me chill a little bit. What you, what you trying to say real quick? And she was like, no. Black people don't know how to negotiate. Y'all are just happy to accept anything that's being offered mm -hmm. to you. She was like, had you been a white man who presented yourself in front of me, you would have gave me the facts and the figures of what you're raising, the terms and the agreements. And I told people, that was at 16. And ever since that one conversation, I always renegotiate salary. No matter what contract is put in front of me, I always kick it back. I'll kick mm -hmm. it back at least twice and always end up with more money. Because it's like at the end of the day, like I had to learn how to like how to hustle a different way because I was just like, you're offering me a raise. That's more money. She was like, but how much how much do you feel like you're worth? She said white people tell themselves how much they're worth. And especially in relationships, mm -hmm. men consider themselves high value. And women are always kind of taking like a like a nurturing aspect or perspective of life where they're just like, I work really hard, but I don't want to ask for too much. I don't want to do the most. And this new generation, like I said, we we step in and move in a whole different way. I'm getting everything I deserve. I'm gonna eat, eat, eat for real. And so I see that ambition, that drive, and that hunger that I have, like I said, whoever is with me has to have that same hunger, ambition, and drive to ask their worth. Cause then like I said, then we're not, we're mismatched. Yeah, right.